0: you just had a baby, you're exhausted, you're covered in spit up, you fit into obviously none of your old clothes, in fact you don't even get out of your pajamas most days. You open your phone only to see Kylie Jenner five months postpartum with her tiny ass waist. Back to the Kimberly Lovey podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. Today we're gonna to talk all about the dreaded dun, dun dun postpartum body. Okay, this is a super important episode, and it's something that I thought I was gonna actually talk about sooner. And I realized I purposely haven't talked about it because I wasn't really ready myself and i didn't want to talk about it yet like i wasn't i'm not i wasn't there yet okay so now here we are we're almost five months postpartum and i have not been in any way shape or form trying to lose the baby weight at all in fact i'm 10 pounds heavier than my normal weight still so i think i had gained about oh gee what did i gain maybe 35 30, 35 pounds this pregnancy baby three with London and definitely lost the first I don't know what does that help me with the math guys 35 minus 10 so I guess I lost the 25 pounds pretty easily because I didn't do anything besides breastfeed and eat a ton so yeah so for me uh, I was not trying to jump back on some kind of low calorie, low fat, low carb, whatever diet at all postpartum. For me, I really, really, really tried to focus on getting really good milk for the baby. So I think this is something I did wrong the last time and I've spoken a little bit about it, but the last two babies, I think that I went back to exercising too soon and I think I wasn't eating enough. I was really good at drinking water. But if you are in a situation where you're not feeling great about yourself postpartum and you're kind of in a funk and you're still kind of tired and you don't have your normal energy honey you have come to the right place baby i'm here for you we are going to break it all down outdoor movies by you is not just your average rental company we consider ourselves an outdoor movie event company starting in 2011 we created the idea of bringing the movie theater to your backyard other than maybe a park with a ton of strangers, no one really knew what the outdoor movie was. With having over 30 years of experience of being a social event planner, Carrie combined the two and has created an event company that focuses on the outdoor movie concept. Simple options to choose from, just the basic, the actor, to having it all, act two, and out Burger packages. We offer seating, swag bags, s'mores, blankets, you name it, we can get it. We like to think of ourselves as a one-stop shop. Oh, and free popcorn with every event. We have no area boundaries from Santa Barbara to San Diego and everywhere in between. Once the pandemic hit, we had never seen anything like this. Our business grew by leaps and bounds as it was the safest way to entertain. We felt that we were putting laughs and smiles on faces in such a dark time. Whether it's a date night for two or a school with a thousand, outdoor movies by you will roll out the red carpet every time. See us in action on Instagram at Outdoor Movies By You. Okay, guys, I'm here to help you. If you just had a baby and you don't know what to do as far as the postpartum game, I'm here to help you. I've done this three times. I've snapped back twice successfully, and now I'm about to embark on a new journey back to my postpartum body. So with that, I'm here to help, I am here to serve. Kimberly has you, you've come to the right place. If you just had a baby and you don't know what to do with your postpartum body, I'm gonna walk you through it right here, right now. Okay, so here's the thing. Everyone's gonna do postpartum very differently. We all have different circumstances. Obviously, I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not anything clinical, this is not clinical advice. This is literally mom to mom, so don't come for me. Do not, if this doesn't work for you, it's all good. Just take what you want, leave what you don't, and that's that. So I am speaking with you from the lens of mom to mom, and I want this to be helpful to you, hopefully a little bit inspiring. And if you feel like you are ready for your postpartum, postpartum body, this is your cue. This is your moment. This is your sign. And actually you've come to the right place at the right time because here I am and I'm about to get my postpartum body back. Now, before we dive into how to get your postpartum body back, I actually am going to give you my practical steps to figuring out if you're ready, when are you ready? What does that look like? What does it feel like? So this is not just an episode dedicated to how to get your postpartum body back it's more it's a little bit broader it's really a step-by-step of getting you there but it might not be right away okay so the first thing i want you to do is not what you think i don't want you to all of a sudden start getting on a crash diet and start trying to fit into your old jeans and all this kind of stuff that is not at all how we do this not even close and if you have no idea what you're doing I'm going to help you along every single step of the way so the first step to having your postpartum body back is number one evaluate okay and this is the most important step because it's the one most missed and it's the one that is probably the single most important step in all of it besides actually some of the doing okay so here's the thing you guys All of us want to look like a supermodel the second we have our baby. Yes, I get it. You've been robbed of your body for nine months. You're tired of sharing your body. You want to feel like yourself again. You've lost yourself. You can barely sleep. You can barely do anything normal and function. I I get it. You want that sense of self back, okay? But here's the thing. It's not that simple. And that's why I didn't just have this episode be all around like how to lose weight or how to get in shape. I can do that separately another t- day in time. This is a very different situation than if you've historically gotten yourself, you know, back into shape. This is not the same thing. Having a baby and getting back into shape are, it's a different animal. And there's a few reasons. It's because your body has changed and you went through something your body just created something and there's likely residual issues some of you might have actual scars from a c-section you know i had a prolapsed uterus there's so many different things that can happen to our bodies after giving birth and so every single person's journey is going to look different so this is where i think this is super important for you to really take a pause and do the first step which is evaluate so the real question is, where am I at right now? How am I feeling? What are my goals? Okay, and the reality is, for me, I've actually done this a couple times in the last couple months, I'm five months postpartum, and I thought I was ready. I went back to tennis, I or I started tennis, I went back to Orange Theory, I tried a couple times, and then I really, had to pause and take note of the fact that, look, I, I'm just not ready. And so for you, I want you to sit back in it and evaluate. So, how do we evaluate? Well, first you have to think about what are your current goals. So, for me, my current goal was to keep my milk. I wanted to keep my milk. That's the most important thing for me. Okay. The last two babies, I want to get my body back. That was my goal. I wanted to get it back as soon as possible. I wanted to feel exactly like myself again. So I dove in faster. This time I had a different set of priorities. So that's okay. Your priorities might be different than my priorities and it might be different than your best friend's priorities, okay? I have friends that had babies at the same time and they got their body back sooner and that's cool, okay? But I know for sure their milk probably wasn't like mine and that, that was great for them, you know? So everybody has their own personal goals. So for me, I have not been ready to really try and lose the weight because I knew that I needed to be consuming way more calories, keep up my fat, keep up my protein intake and just keep pumping, keep feeding the baby, nurse as much as I could, keep eating, keep hydrated, eat as much fat as possible. And so I built my entire last couple months around that goal was just, it's all about getting as much milk as possible and keeping my milk and not losing it because in the past i've had to fight for my milk and i just i wanted to have just a real abundance of milk and i've you know i'm really proud to say i've achieved that goal i have a huge freezer full of milk it's been a lot of blood sweat and tears it's definitely not been easy and i don't want to make it seem like it's been easy i mean i've been really committed and It really does stem from the fact that I committed at such a deep level where I was basically like, I'm going to continue to sacrifice my body for a while. Like, it's not how I feel my best, but it's, this is important for me. I really want to have a huge milk supply so that I can have more freedom on the back end. And here we are, I'm almost five months postpartum and I have a freezer full of milk. I can really start to wind down my pumping. I can leave the house more. I don't have to wake up in the middle of the night at all. Like It's just so much better. And for me, this was the right choice. Now, some of you have different situations. Maybe you're going back to work and you need to fit into your suit. Like I get all that. Those are all valid. I just wanna say everything that plays into your decision is completely valid. Just be aware. That's what I'm saying is be, when you're evaluating where you're at, be honest with yourself and don't make excuses but be honest with yourself about where you're at in your journey and what are your real goals because if you're honest with yourself and you're honest with your goals you'll feel so much better about every single step that you're taking along your journey and you won't have that feeling of guilt. So when you're evaluating this is really important that you're honest with your own story and your own factors that are at play and not comparing yourself and thinking you know your goal should be one thing and really your situation is totally different so this is by no means a comparison game when you're evaluating it's really important for you to look inward it's all about you it's not about your mother-in-law it's not about You know your sister your best friend someone on instagram like it's it's really really important that you're focusing in and really thoughtful about you and so for me i was like okay i know my goal this time around is not to snap back for work it's to create as much milk as possible so even for myself my own personal factors had changed and you know before i was uh Let's see with Carter. I was a working mom. Okay, and but I was staying home still with Charlotte I was traveling as a working mom and this time I'm a stay-at-home mom So for all three kids my goals looked very very different because my situation was different so I'll I'll say the first two though getting back into shape was Really kind of the biggest priority for me and part of it was because I was a little bit naive and part of it was because I needed to be fitting into my clothes and feeling and looking like myself right away because I was going back to work and I wanted to be able to work confidently and just figure out like how do I pump out work and what does that look like and so there's all these different factors that all of us have in addition to your your own health you know whatever happened in the birth so there's just a lot and I'm just saying this repeatedly because this really 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 is super important that you are really honest and really okay with the fact that your journey is your journey so evaluate okay what is it that is you know the most important factors that you need to think about and what is practical for you and what is your goal and My goal, I think all of us want to eventually get back to our postpartum body. Yes, we all have that goal, I think, but, or at least be like in shape and to feel our best and to look our best and to have the most energy and all that goodness, right? And be the best mom we can be. Of course, we all have that end goal, but realistically, you know, for me, I was like, I want to keep on probably like 10 pounds or so, and I need to fight for that weight. So I know most people are trying to lose the weight, but for me, I was trying to keep it on and i know that's kind of abnormal right but look that's my journey so that's what i did i've kept on the weight so as you're going through things be honest now maybe it for you it was the other way maybe you gained way too much weight and you feel like like you really feel like shit and to the point where and i think this is probably the most common and i was starting to get to this point by the way so For me, I started to keep telling myself this story of, oh, I'm keeping the weight on. I'm keeping the weight on on purpose. But the reality was towards the last like couple weeks, I was starting to actually feel a little bit self-conscious, feeling like shit, feeling like I can't fit into any of my clothes when I wanted to. And I just started to realize like, okay, I need to reevaluate. I need to be honest with myself and stop using this now as an excuse because Right now, I've kind of achieved my goal. I've gotten to the point where I've curated all the most milk and saved it that I feel like I need. And now I'm to a totally different point in time where I feel like I'm just not feeling great and I do want to change something. And so that's where it was like a hard chat with myself about okay, well, stop telling yourself this story that's kind of fake and stop telling everyone that because now you're actually starting to feel bad about the way you look in in your body and that's not healthy you know for anybody so okay so yes we're still on step one evaluate and be honest in that process okay and again your story and the way you feel might even change it it will change is what i'm saying you need to constantly keep evaluating what your goals are throughout this entire process so i've checked in with myself over the last several months and have chosen to keep weight on and to not jump back into exercise. Um, And then just recently, the decision was like, after I was honest, like I was just saying, I decided, no, it's time for me to really start to lean into getting back into shape. I'm ready to stop, stop pumping constantly and feeding and nursing constantly. You know, I decided how many feedings basically I wanna keep, I wanna still feed London in the morning and I will pump, you know, maybe two or three times a day maximum. Okay, so that bleeds into the second step, which is decide. So once you've done step one, which is evaluate and continuously evaluate, you need to decide. Okay, so once you decide, okay, I for sure feel like this is my goal, like great, then you have your goal. And I think once you've really made that decision and you're clear on it, that's when you can really start planning and getting things set up for yourself to get set up for success. So once you've decided, like for me, I was like, okay, I've decided I am going to keep weight on. And I kept sharing that and I kept feeling that way and it was authentic. But then I, then my decision changed and I said, okay, it's time that I get back into shape. It's a firm decision. And it, it takes time for you to really think about it. Like, am I really ready to commit to this? Because when you decide, it shouldn't just be like, yes, I'm ready. No, you need to decide wholly. Like, are you really ready to change your diet, to start changing your habits, to you know, tweak what your your normal looks like and create a new schedule. And does that all make sense for your family or how can it make sense for your family and your schedule? Because let's face it, once you have a baby, your old form of working out and your old schedules are not gonna work anymore because now you have a new human to account for. And it adds a lot of complexity and it can be very, very overwhelming to figure out what to do. So, but if you've made that decision that yes, I'm willing to now, Like something needs to change and I don't feel good anymore and I'm really ready for this which is the point that I'm at right here right now that's when we can really kind of get down to more of the next steps okay so the next step step three is declare so once you've made that decision in your own mind all for yourself on your terms then this is where I think it's important to start sharing with those around you what your goal is and that And stop telling the old story. So for me, that looked like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm ready. Like I would tell, I told my mom this morning and I told my husband and I told Becky and I told a bunch of other people that I'm like, okay, I'm ready to wind down my nursing and to start getting back in shape. Like I'm ready. I'm starting to feel like I'm ready. And they were all like, oh, really? Oh, you're done like nursing? I'm like, no, I'm not done nursing. It's just that like I'm turning a page. Like I'm starting to not feel good. I'm starting to wind down like i don't have the time anymore to sit there and pump i don't have any help with the baby and i don't feel good anymore so they're all really supportive and like okay cool like whatever like not that i need their approval but it's just good for you to declare it because it helps you to gather the support you need around you so i would say tell at least one person what your goal is because once you say it then it becomes more real and other people can kind of get on board and you have more of that feeling of like community support around you, like a warm hug of like, okay, people are supporting me. You know, it just makes you feel better. And so for the next kind of month, basically what you're trying to do from, when you go from zero to to really getting back in the groove, there's this awkward time period that is really the hardest and it's hard because you're building new habits and it takes about 30 days to build new habits and, so, and habits and routines as well. So the next 30 days of when you start your journey are the hardest and you have to keep telling yourself that and reminding yourself. And it's not just hard physically. I'm talking about just as far as your own schedule. And so the, the big thing that's going to take you from day zero to day 30 is momentum Okay, you need to build momentum because once you start building the momentum and figuring out what your new workout habit looks like or your new diet and exercise routine looks like, and figuring out what that's gonna be and how you're gonna make it work for you and your family, that 30 days is gonna be really tough to kind of work through all those like kinks. But once you get get something down that works for you, then it's a matter of just continuously doing it, right? And then you're kind of off to the races and you're just repeating your routine that you've built for yourself, right? Even if it's different forms of exercise or different types of foods that you consume or whatever, it's that first 30 days of rebuilding a new routine into your life until it becomes a habit and kind of automatic, right? So the goal for someone staying in shape is to just be consistent, right? You always hear that, be consistent, be consistent. Well, it's really hard when you have all new surroundings and a whole new situation and set of factors to consider, and you can't just be consistent. Like it's, there's, they're missing all the steps to get there. So that's the part where I'm going to help you get over the bridge. Okay. And again, I'm speaking, you know, because I'm in it. So I'm speaking very authentically. So we're gonna go through this together, but I'll tell you this, I'm not a good dieter. I am not good at restricting what I eat. It's not healthy for me uh, mentally, it drives me crazy. I'm meant to break rules, that's who I am. So for me, I don't ever go on any kind of crash diet or anything like that, it just doesn't work for me. Now, look, for you, maybe you are going, gonna go on Jenny Craig or maybe you have the beach body diet or whatever, and that is fine. I'm just letting you know, for me, that doesn't work. I'm more of a, I have to eat intuitively and I have to come up with like broad ideas around diet. Um, So we're going to talk about diet, but I just, I just wanted to let you know that I think the hardest part of getting your body back is creating a new routine and new habits with a new human and with all the new limitations that come with that. You know, that you're tired, that you don't have nearly as much time you might be having to go back to work as well like there's just a lot that goes into to this kind of decision and it's not something that's easy to figure out so i just want to acknowledge that because i think that it's just not talked about enough like how come nobody talks about it all you see is like the celebrities or the model or whatever that all of a sudden they're in their best shape. It's like, okay, well, I'm not gonna sit here and starve myself, so, and I'm not saying everybody does, I'm just saying that there's a lot of steps involved here that I don't think anyone, I've never heard anyone talk about it. So, okay, so once you've declared, now we're gonna get into the do. This part is super hard. So I think before you can really do, you need to be very thoughtful about okay what is realistic for me right here right now forget what you used to do and forget complaining about the fact that you can't do it because let me tell you i used to do barry's boot camp six days a week i was in phenomenal shape i was so happy doing it and it was fabulous and yes it does suck that i can't do that i don't live close enough anymore i have three kids it's just impossible basically and so yes you can sit there and mourn your old routine but you need to get over it okay put on your big girl pants We're here to create a new normal for ourselves, right? So we're trying to get to our goal. So excuses, just check them out the door because it's just gonna be a bunch of time wasted. And if you keep getting caught up in excuses, go back to step one and evaluate and be realistic because if you're giving excuses, that means you're not ready and that's okay. That's okay, all right? So I'm now speaking to the person that has decided, yes, I am ready, I have declared it and now I wanna start doing it. Okay, so here's the thing. It might take a couple tries for you to figure out what it is that's going to make the most sense for you now, okay? So if you used to do something, you might be able to still do that and you might not be able to. Or maybe you still do the same workout routine, but it's not the same as, or maybe it's like at a different time or it looks slightly different, okay? So obviously the two parts to getting in good shape are diet and exercise, agreed? So I'm going to speak mostly first to exercise and then I'm going to circle back around diet. So exercise for me is so important because of my mental, it helps my mental health and it should help yours as well. So those endorphins, the minimum I believe is around 15 to 20 minutes. So whatever you're doing, I would recommend start with whatever you're going to do for your own self, make it for 20 minutes, three times a week. Okay. The reason why I personally like Sorry, three times a week is because it starts to build routine and consistency, and you can actually make real progress. If you're doing it less than that, then it's like you're starting from scratch every time. If you're only working out once or twice a week, I mean, look, I guess it's better than nothing, but you're not really building the momentum. You're not really increasing your stamina and the way that you want to to be able to make faster progress and build your momentum faster. So, In my best shape, I usually work out five to six days a week. But right now, I know that just getting out today was a big stretch. Okay. So, and that was, you know, one walk for a mile, just over a mile. All right. So, if you used to be a runner, for example, then you have to recalibrate your expectations of your body because you're out of shape now. Okay. You are. So, The biggest thing is find something you enjoy doing, but think of doing it in bite-sized steps to get to where you want to be. So the reason why that's important is you need to make sure that you're not setting yourself up for failure. You want to set yourself up for feeling good. Agreed? Like the whole point is that we're supposed to be feeling good about ourselves, not negative and like bad. So for me, for running, for example, and for me running can be in the form of playing tennis or it can be at a class, like a HIIT class, or just running on my own. So whatever your workout is, you know, what you want to do optimally is not going to come the first day. You have to remind yourself. And I've always been really in shape, so this is hard for me to, you know, digest that. So for me as a runner or someone that likes to run a lot and lift weights too – Uh, you know, I basically start off by doing walks and I would recommend that really regardless of the type of exercise you like that you take walks three times a week with your baby. Absolutely great. Hey, if you only have one baby, you can definitely just go on your own while your husband or partner is watching the baby or a grandparent, nanny, whatever. But right now I have three kids. It's just me. My husband works. Uh, I don't have a nanny anymore and I, it's just, yeah. So what I do is I start walking three days a week, and that's enough, and I do that for probably two to three weeks. And I do try and take a route that really builds up my stamina, so has like a hill or you know is challenging basically. And then after I do this, probably for two weeks or so, I'll probably start doing some walk jogs. So I'll start jogging little portions of the route, um, I will also start extending the route. I'll start making it longer. So I'll increase the the length of the walk and then I will also eventually, over probably maybe three weeks actually, I'll probably start like walk jogging, which is the part I'm dreading the most right now. But again, we have to start pushing ourselves physically in order to get to our goal. So once I'm doing that, Eventually, step by step, I will be running in no time and that's great. And then eventually I'll be reevaluating like, okay, now I think I'm ready to play tennis or maybe I'm ready to go to my hit classes. But for now, I'm not gonna think of all those goals. I'm just gonna do one step at a time. For me, I just, my, my step you know, right here right now for where I'm at from ground zero is I'm trying to build momentum and trying to get back into a new routine and trying to figure out what that looks like for me. And I want you to do the same. What is something that is achievable for you today? What does that look like? And think of that and say it, okay? Again, stop with the excuses. Believe me, I could come up with so many reasons why I can't do this, but we're trying to get you to your goal. So if you've really committed and decided to do this, think right now of like, what is something that is actually realistic for you that you can start doing today, okay? So basically that's the main thing is that's the key is you need to break it up into steps, small steps, baby steps. And if you want my exact baby steps through for like how I end up running, I would go to episode number three that I published and it's called a guide to start running. It's 13 minutes and it walks you through step by step exactly how I go from zero to like running. and. I'm very proud of how I was able to keep myself in shape over the pandemic. I had, you know, ripped abs, you know, felt great, high energy, great attitude, all the great things that come with exercise. So I definitely feel like I have those great results for myself. And so I hope that some of that helps you. Okay. Now, the last thing I'm going to talk about is diet. So I'm not a big dieter, as I mentioned. And it's just really unhealthy for me personally to like put myself on a diet. Now I know a lot of people like my husband, they thrive when someone tells them exactly what they should and shouldn't eat. And I get that, but I'm just not personally that person. So figure out what it is you need to set yourself up for success. Like, do you need a nutritionist and someone to really break it down for you? And do you need to count your calories and your macros and all that stuff? great I have a number of friends that are like that and that works so great for them but for me I do better doing like the intuitive eating thing so for me and my body I know that I do best when I basically cut down on my carbs and I don't eat late don't eat late don't eat too many carbs that's for me and my body which means I basically need to focus in on eating protein and vegetables I also do really well with intermittent fasting okay that works really well and the way I do it is I don't do it extreme I do it where I basically eat dinner at a normal time with the kids 6 30 let's say you know somewhere in that neighborhood and then I just don't eat until after I drop the kids off and hopefully I'll exercise quickly and then I eat so maybe like 10 a.m I'll be eating so it's not like a crazy hardcore fast where I'm like oh I only eat one meal a day it's like I cannot do that but Find something that works for you. And here's a practical tip. I was thinking about this earlier. Think about what's one thing you can stop. So, one thing you can take away and one thing you can add to your diet. So, for me, the thing I can stop or take away is stop eating late. I was eating late while I was pumping around nine o'clock at night, and I was totally fine with that, knowing that that's helping me keep on weight, that it's enjoyable. And I don't need to apologize for it. And that was awesome. I loved that I got to do that. I would have a beer and some ice cream or some cheese or whatever and keep my car- my calories going late, you know. And that was fine. And it was super fun, let me tell you. But now if I'm really serious about getting back into shape, I know darn well the thing I have to take away is the late night eating particularly the bad foods, quote unquote the bad foods, but really any late night eating needs to stop. Okay, your body needs a break from food so that it can become more efficient and there's a lot of benefits to a longer kind of fasting window which you guys can look that up for yourself. But um I think really for anybody that's trying to lose weight, regardless of when you decide to eat the next day, eating late is probably the number one worst thing you can do. Do not eat late. Okay. That's going to be a tough one for me to break because that's become a habit and I've enjoyed it. So I'm going to stop pumping so late and therefore I'm not going to eat as late. And so that'll be that. Now the thing I'm going to add. So I want you to think of one thing you can take away, one thing you can add. So for me, the add is going to be to add back vegetables, a lot more vegetables. So I kind of got into this routine of eating not super healthy and not enough vegetables. So now I'm basically trying to add back more protein and more vegetables so almost every meal at least for lunch and dinner I want to have a vegetable at least because it just makes me feel like I'm on the right track I'm eating clean instead of having all carbs I'm really adding in that vegetable so those are my main tips also drink a ton of water again I'm still nursing I'm just scaling it way back now so drinking a ton of water is so great for your skin. It's so great for every part of your body. So keep drinking the water. I'm always, like right now I'm podcasting, I have water right next to me. And I'm always sipping on water. Make sure you have as much water as possible. I'm telling you, it's huge. And if you're doing that, your skin will look so good. I've had people stop me and say, oh my gosh, your skin looks amazing. What are you doing? And I'm like, uh, not sleeping through the night. You know not getting facials not getting Botox or fillers like all I'm doing is drinking a ton of water so definitely wear sunscreen water and I would say as far as that goes you know the whole goal you guys is just for you to feel good look and feel our best that's what we want so again maybe you want to go get some Botox maybe you want to go get your eyelashes back on maybe you want to go get a facial I mean all those things sound delicious to me but The idea is self-care so that you're looking and feeling your best as a mom and that you have the most energy to be with your family, to give to everybody, but you can't do that if you're not giving to yourself. So do not forget about yourself. Please, whatever you do, don't beat yourself up, okay? I'm sitting here, I don't feel my best today. I'm telling you right now, I really don't feel like I look good and I don't obsess over it at all. I also have another really good episode that it's tips for being body positive. It's one of my earlier episodes and I talk about cutting the tags out of your clothes and your workout clothes and putting on great workout gear. So in some of those episodes you're going to I kind of go even deeper into additional tips so I would not miss those. Um, these are all things that are going to help you hopefully build your momentum and get you to look and feel your best get into a new routine that's healthy and you know make sure that you're reporting to the people around you and um, the last thing i'll say is make sure you're getting support okay so for me it's playing tennis with friends it's calling my neighbor to go for our walks it's walking with my husband it's walking with my mom so get people around you that are supporting you and can either do things with you or you can report to so that you have that accountability and just that overall general feeling of support and community because let me tell you if you're a mom and you just had a baby you're a very loved and very important person and your mental health and physical health are super important so don't forget about yourself ladies it's very important that you are really showing up and feeling great so with that I hope this was helpful. If it was, please repost it or if you start any part of your journey, maybe snap a pic or a quick video and tag me and, at Kimberly Levy, and I will repost it. This has been super fun. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I absolutely love doing this with you. And with that, please rate me five stars and I'll talk to you soon. Bye